You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burke. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Good day, good people. Michelle Dawes-Burke here, and we welcome you to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. As always, I'm super excited to be here. I thank everyone that's taking time to lean in and to listen um, to what we're all about. Let me give you a little background. Real Chicks Rock is all about creatively collaborating to connect and raise awareness regarding issues that impact women. And we do it by way of community service engagement. We do it by public speaking, mentoring, workshops and the arts. And we have been doing this platform here, as I told my nice guest here. Um, this is our seventh season and April will be eight seasons long that we've had some interesting, informative and entertaining people. And today is no different. My topic today is Rhonda Thomas Sings. And I have the incomparable butterfly songbird, Rhonda Thomas. Hi. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. Like I said, we've been trying to do this for a while and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because you're a busy lady. Yeah, but never too busy for you. Well, no, I know, cause I, you know, I see you and I see you on the stage and I wave, I support. Yeah, you're at all the events. I yeah, I try, I try. Yeah, I'm on the pulse. I did miss the Christmas, but I'm not gonna miss anymore. And that one was sold out, and we'll talk about that. Okay. But I want to talk about a little bit. Where are you from? Where I'm from you? Roosevelt, Long Island. Is that why? Strong Island. Yes, um, one square mile. One square mile, Roosevelt Island. Yes, Roosevelt, Long Island. Long Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How often you get the chance to go home? I was just there last summer for our class reunion. Mm. And I actually got to perform for our class nice. reunion. So that was a special, special treat. Nice. There's a, a a warm spot in my heart for Roosevelt. That's yeah. where, I, where everything started. Everything started. Tell me about the neighborhood. What was the music like for you as a kid growing up? Okay, so I guess I'm going to date myself. No, 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 it's all right. You don't look, you don't look nothing. Nothing like okay, you're going to say. Okay. <laughs> I mean, everybody my age, it was all about the Kangos, mm-hmm. the, um, the Gazelles. The Gazelles, oh. definitely. <laughs> we were playing Hopscotch, yes. Double Dutch. Yes. Um, Marbles, yes, Jack. yes, Skelzies. Did you do Skelzies? Also, you know, bottle tops, and you put like gum and some dirt in it to have some weight, and you shoot Skelzies. It's like bottle. It's yeah, like yeah. doing hopscotch, but with a bottle top. I kind of slightly mm-hmm, remember that, mm-hmm. but I don't think we we did that. Okay. In my little okay. Crew. Okay. Um, we had the candy store at the corner mm-hmm. um, where I would get my blow pops because that's like two candies in one because you had the gum inside. So I that was, was a blow pop dope. girl too. Yeah, it was nice. Right? It's like ten cents for the blow pop back then. I'm right. aging myself. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah, it was it's true. true. It was true. It was true. Wait, you, did the girls put them in their hair when they had the ponytails? Okay. All right. That's what we, we were doing. We had a whole different vibe in the Bronx, girl. I think that LL Cool J was singing about <laughs> us when he's singing around the way. Girls, because we had the blow pops and the we hoop earrings. We had the earrings. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Put, yeah, like, they put the two little blow pops in their blow pops. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> so, for your neighborhood. So, what was the music, the music you were listening to at that time? Hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, Debar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Public Enemy, of course. I mean, that was later. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. From Roosevelt, mm-hmm. so yeah. Guy is from Roosevelt. Really? Is from Roosevelt. Okay, we'll let that right, sit. Right, right. Okay, all right. all right, all right. You have a lot of iconic people from Definitely. from Long Island, so that, that, that area. Music. Um, yeah. I remember 
Unlimited touch. You know, yeah. Hands I hear the funky beat, and, and I, I get down. down. Oh, I get down. Yes. I yeah, that was nice. Down, down, down. I used to roller skate to that. Right. That was roller awesome. Roller skating. I forgot about that. Yeah. Roosevelt roller rink. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So that basketball, yeah. handball. I did yeah. not play handball though. I did. I felt like my hands could not take that. Yeah. My hands are delicate. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can't be. Uh oh. No. Uh oh. We had um, the skating rink. Yeah. The, um, We'd swam, mm-hmm. had a pool there, mm-hmm. but basketball was the thing. Mm-hmm. Did you come into the city a lot from Long Island as a kid, hanging I out sure on 42nd did. and Times Square and all that stuff? I actually danced. My mom had us, um, really? the cultural aspects of nice. New York. So I danced with the Dance Theater of Harlem and the Alvinelli Children's Company. Good for you. Every Saturday we were there. What was the age group? How old were you? Can you remember? Teenagery, preteen? Preteen. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and in Roosevelt, I actually went to uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, my my brain is fried. So Chuck D's uh, mother, uh-huh. Mrs. Reinhauer, mm-hmm. had a performing arts school, mm. and so I was part of that unit. There. And that was pretty cool. I played Paddington Bear. Isn't that yes. cute? She lives in Atlanta now. Oh. So I've seen her a few times and we've talked about that. That's she was nice. like, you're my star pupil. Oh. I was like, okay, Paddington Bear. I guess I had it down. Yeah. Um, what else? Dickerson Performing Arts Center. That was in um, Freeport, okay. which I was two doors down from Freeport. Okay. So my walk to Roosevelt was long. Mm. Like It was probably that one square mile mm. all the way to that. Wow. School. Wow. And um, uh, what was the other spot? I can't remember it, but I'll remember it as we keep talking. So you've always been in the culture, like culturally, like a dancer, loving music. Were you singing at this age too, Rhonda? I was. Mm -hmm. I started singing. I remember now Adele Johnson. Okay. That was the dance school. And that's where I guess I started singing there Mm -hmm. because I was tap dancing and doing modern art and jazz mm. and they wanted me to sing a song I enjoy being a girl from the flower drum song wow um, musical. that's like a Rodgers and Hammerstein it is. It uh, is. kind of Broadway show book, a movie yeah I remember that song but I remember I that before that I went to Centennial Avenue school okay. there were three or four elementary schools in our neighborhood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our area and then we would graduate from the elementary school in 6th grade yes. and then we would attend Roosevelt High School which was a junior senior high school so we were there from seventh to twelfth grade wow and when i was in seventh grade eddie murphy went to my school he no. was in twelfth grade i girl, forgot about eddie murphy girl right girl but in centennial so back to your question my my um principal uh-huh. his name was mr McElwain. Mm-hmm. he was going to have a talent show and he announced it. And I told my mom when I got home, I yeah. was like in first grade. Yeah. And she said, you go there the next day and you tell him that you know how to sing. Ooh. And I don't even think I knew what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did what my mother told me to do. She said, go talk to Mr. McElwain. <laughs> so I remember and I, I tugged yeah. him because he always had on a fly jacket. Okay. He good. And he had his afro yeah. and his mustache and his glasses. And I said, my mother said, I'm supposed to let you know. <laughs> I know how to sing, and I'm supposed to be on the talent show. Right, right. And he looked at me, he said, okay. And that's really where it started. I sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Wow, how old were you? Seven. 
You've been singing since seven? My mom used to have me sing in the living room and she would have me keep walking <laughs> farther back in the house until I was on the back porch and she pulled the window up and she kept saying, I can't hear you. Sing from your diaphragm. Wow. I can't hear you. Sing out. Sing out. That's where it's Awesome. 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 Caribbean family. Girl, yes. My father's from Antigua West. Yes, yes. Because that whole living room thing. I felt that. That's <laughs> what. Really? In the living room? The West Indian family, the cultures, especially in New York, you always provided the entertainment in the living room. <laughs> you are so right. Yes. You got to. So that's not everybody. That's just the Caribbean. <laughs> I think so. I think it's just us because we always did that yes. too. My mother's Jamaican. Uh, so I understand. They yeah. Pull back yeah, yeah, move it out to slide it out the way, whether it's dance or recite a poem, recite a poem. or sing or do something. Life for me ain't been no crystal yeah, stair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was after they eat. They want a yes. little entertainment. Yeah. And they call you, Rhonda, come. Yes, yeah, and sing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So <laughs> I, my mom is not from the Caribbean. My parents met in New Jersey when wow. my father moved here. He turned... 16 years old, moved here from Trinidad. So mm. he grew up in Antigua, um, then his years in Trinidad, mm-hmm. and then to Newark, New Jersey. Wow. And then they moved to Long Island. Mm-hmm. And he managed a band called the New York Soul Syndicate, right? Sounds spicy. It was spicy. Mm. They had the big afros and the bell bottles and the 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 vest where, you know, the whole chest is showing yeah. and the medallion yeah. with the Scorpio. Oh my medallion. goodness. And the button was the shirt was open um, down to the navel almost down there. Man bosoms. Yeah. And chest hair <laughs> and all of that. But they rehearsed in our basement. And so I was hearing all the sounds and they were a cover band. So mm. they were performing um songs from um Earth Wind and Fire. Yes. Or the Commodore. Yeah. And my father was about showmanship. Okay. So he had the horn section. Mm-hmm. There were about 12 of them. Mm-hmm. And his lead singers were Robin S. Who oh. said, you got to show me love. She was just in town the other day. Okay. She yes. Oh. I saw her a couple of weeks ago. She performed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's what you made yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know. I didn't realize she lived here. Wow. Yeah. And Vesta actually performed with him first. Remember Vesta? Yes. Congratulations. Yes. They used to confuse her with Jack A. Harry a little bit. That? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but she was. Um, she could really sing. She did McDonald's she commercials and all kinds of I stuff. Remember. Yeah, but, okay. she was good. Wow. So yeah, they rehearsed in our basement, and I was just. Soaking all of that up. Mm-hmm. My father never knew I could sing. I don't know what age he thought knew I could sing because then my really? parents divorced. Okay. And because of that, mm-hmm. my mother was not trying to have people rehearsing in the basement. Okay. But um <laughs> I, I got all of that. Mm-hmm. And from Roosevelt, which was a complete artistic incubator. Mm-hmm. I was in the jazz bands, mm-hmm. playing clarinet, I was drum majorette. Mm-hmm. Um it's so funny to talk about yourself because I don't get to do this unless I'm on, in a platform this like this. A, this is beautiful because we would have never known. And me being a New Yorker, I would have not known there was such a vibe in Long Island. Girl. Not as, You know, we heard of Freeport. You know, you hear of it, but not Roosevelt. And the fact that there were so many different iconic people, legendary people now yeah. that you had access to and the sounds mm-hmm. were the same. Shouts out to New York as a whole, right? Because yeah. it's just a beautiful the city. The culture was everywhere. We just didn't know. Right. And being young kids, you know, me in the Bronx, I had no way to get to Long Island. I right. barely had a way to get to Manhattan. That's the best I can do. 
really couldn't do Brooklyn. That was really out of pocket. But so just to understand that everybody was vibing to the same kind of Absolutely. energy. We would go to Harlem. That's why I wore my shirt yeah. today. And just sit out there in the park and yeah. people would be performing and playing kungas mm-hmm. and the, the Caribbean mu- music. Yes. The, um, the Latin music, right, right. the pulse of the city, New York, yeah. Long Island, we yeah. had access to all of that. And my my village, mm-hmm. they cultivated that yeah. in me, and I love them for it. I was just acknowledged yesterday. It's so funny. Right before getting ready for this, yes. I'm looking on social media, and I'm like, okay, what's the Roosevelt history, <laughs> history moment? It was me. Wow. What? Shouts out to Roosevelt honoring Rhonda, to Rhonda Thomas for Black History Month. That's it. Yes. That's what's up. So even though there was so much culture, you had a village, village there in Roosevelt, Long Island. How did you leave? How did you, how did we come to know you today? But give me some of that in between. How did you leave? Let me see. So through Roosevelt, singing, mm-hmm. performing at the Apollo Theater. Look at that. As a, a youngin. Yeah. I sang home from the Wiz there. Oh, man, of course you did. Um, New York State Summer School of the Arts. Nice. Where I was singing a lot of classical music. Wow. Because I, I kind of missed that part. My father played the Calypso. He also played um, James Brown, War. Because he, he was trying to be a true American. And to him, really? Americans played James Brown. Brown. Yeah, we and my to mom that. was playing the Nancy Wilson, the Al Jarreau, yes, all of that goodness. Nice, nice. And so New York State Summer School of the Arts, I got a scholarship mm-hmm. to go there. Nice. And it was under the tutelage of the Metropolitan Opera. And wow. so we learned so much. And they would even take us on field trips because that was, we were there for maybe a week. Yeah. And we got to see Al Jarreau, my first time seeing nice, Al Jarreau. I nice. was hooked because I could see <laughs> he had all these different styles yeah. that he was able to infuse in his music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me see. Fast forward. Um, went to Hampton University. H-I. Because it was Hampton Institute University, University. Then, okay. before it was Hampton University. And I know there's all the, you know, Howardites in, yeah, in yeah, the audience. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 right that's now, where that comes from. That, right we're now. talking about Hampton, so fall back, right. Howard, just for a minute. Okay, So, so I was a music major there. Okay. And um, I was partying way too much. Were you? What? The one thing Roosevelt and my mom did not prepare me for was the infusion uh-huh. or the the extra that I'd have to focus on my studies, but yet be with the marching band and all the away games. And yeah. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to navigate that. Oh, wow. So I wasn't going to graduate from there. So as much as I loved being in oh. and all of that, I had to leave. Hampton. You had to leave. You was partying? I was partying. I didn't want to disrespect <laughs> my family and my culture. Ooh. And I was a music major. And yes. I loved that, but I felt like I wanted something else. Okay. That I could um, not fall back on, mm-hmm. but that I could have both lanes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went to CW Post, Long Island University. Okay. Um, which is in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was um, a speech pathology major. Really? Mm-hmm. Speech pathology and feeding. Mm-hmm. But I still kept singing. Went to New York, still sang at the Apollo, mm-hmm. still hung out mm-hmm. in the garage because I loved all styles of music. So I was, that was my house vibe. Love dance. That, that was my jam. Okay. 
I was at the garage right before it closed. Oh, man. Dating myself again. Okay. Yeah. But, While you were doing the garage, I was in Zanzibar. Okay. Because I went to school in New Jersey. Okay. And so those ends didn't always meet. You know, I thought about the toll. Even back then, the tolls were only dollar fifties, one seventy five, two dollars. I'm aging myself because it ain't nothing like that now. And I can only go to the garage on holidays, like when I was home for the holidays. But man, what a vibe. So Zanzibar yeah. kind of, you know, mimicked the same energy mm-hmm. from the garage. Definitely. So I felt like I was still in the numbers. I was still in the space, but yeah. And you were getting the same music. Yeah, same DJs. music. Yeah, and the same performers. Because mm-hmm. if they went there, sometimes they would hear Jersey. Yeah, I was getting CC Rogers and, okay. and all that kind of stuff. It was awesome. So yeah, those were some really great days. So house was your thing. House was my thing. I loved jazz. I loved R&B. Yes. I loved funk. I loved yes. soul. I loved soca. I loved reggae. Yeah. I loved the classical music. Um, And then house. Ah. That was my heart. And then what happened? I went to CW Pulse, Long right. Island University. Uh-huh. Then I went and got a master's degree in in Connecticut okay. at Southern Connecticut State okay. University. All right. Really had to hunker down. Yeah. But I still wanted to sing. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't going away. Yeah. So I was singing in clubs there. Singing in clubs in New York. Singing in clubs in Connecticut. So when did it, when did the singing for you really be like pop for you? And you said, you know what? Speech pathology, you know, doing that, having those degrees were really great, but I really want to sing. When did that really hit you? I think I did both the whole mm, time. The whole time. I did both. I never stopped singing. Mm. Um, even when I was in graduate school, I was singing. And then I moved here to Atlanta mm. and I got a great job with Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Yeah. And um, I was singing at a jam session and someone said, do you want to sing background for Isaac Hayes? Uh- just like that. Just like that. And I said, no. Why? Because I had a job and I was trying to be responsible. Oh, and I had now she wants to, to be responsible. Now she wants to be <laughs> yeah. responsible. I could because it was not just sing background. It was we're going on a European. Yes. Tour. I'm going to leave my job. So I have a uh. black mother. So I told my black mother. <laughs> And my black mother said, are you crazy? Yes. Yes. You go tell them at work that you have this opportunity. And I'm thinking, he take a leave of absence. And sure enough, they were like, oh, you're going to Europe. This is great. Sure. And that's where that was born. And I had been with him for 11 years. No regrets. Aren't you glad you did that? I'm really glad. I will say this. I was comfortable. It it was familiar. Mm. I loved traveling. Mm. I loved what it afforded me as far as being able to work mm-hmm. still during the week, mm-hmm. four days a week, because we traveled a lot on the weekends with mm-hmm. Isaac. Mm-hmm. So I did both. But I think 11 years was a long time. That is a long time. But just didn't it go by quickly, though, Rhonda? It did. But at that time, I had already put out two of my own individual albums. Okay. And I couldn't work them because mm-hmm. I was working with him. With him. And Breathe New Life was the second album. And it really did well overseas. Mm-hmm. And I should have been working that album. Mm-hmm. But mm. Isaac was so cool because yeah. he shouted out my album. He let me sing with him mm-hmm. um, on his song, Do Your Thing. Mm-hmm. He would shout out my website nice. on stage. So nice. he, it, it's hard to know what you should do. Yeah. It's hard to know yeah. when to leave and just go off yeah. on your own. So yeah. sometimes I regret that I didn't just take that leap of faith right. and leave everything and just say, okay, I'm going to pursue this career. And then on the other hand, I look at what happened during the pandemic mm. and I'm like, whoa, mm. I have a whole nother career. 
And some of my friends that are in music, everything has come to a halt. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. So you talked about when did you know you were going to sing? I kept doing both. You kept doing both. Kept doing both. And, you know, we have to, you, you being with Isaac, I'm sure you learned so many things, right? Just the business. And he seems like, you know, we're on the outside looking in. He seems like a nice, a pretty decent guy, but you got to learn the business and what goes on and traveling and going international and all that comes with it. So now when you step away from that, you know the business. Right. I know wh- how things are supposed to be run. Mm-hmm. I know how you're supposed to talk to your staff. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be things that happen on every level mm-hmm. as far as sound or lighting, um, snafus and all of that. Right. But I meet so many people, Michelle, that are just so vain. <laughs> and I'm sing Carly Simon in a minute. <laughs> she, oh, you're so vain. <laughs> I was like, was Carly Simon vain? I didn't know she was vain. Sing. But the song, When the song yes. just pops, I'm just going to yes. sing it. Really? And, and in this game, yeah. a lot of times that vanity is insecurity. Uh, you know, mm, it, it is. Mm. And so I didn't feel any of that from Isaac. I mm. never did. And he could have been that dude. Yeah, he could have. Could have. He he will give you the, sh- the shirt off his back. He gave me his coat. Well, once. most of the times he didn't have no shirt on, Rhonda. Girl, when he was performing. <laughs> when he was performing. <laughs> from what I remember, chains. just the chains, you know? <laughs> and that sexy boy. Yes. <laughs> And a smart man, very an, smart, an educated man, well spoken, good, good, um, songwriter, awesome. great ideas. You know, he was the voice of the chef on mm-hmm. South Park. Yeah, so we had yeah. to sing that song, talk yeah. salty balls. <laughs> I could have had that part of my life right out, right? But, you know, right. it's all part of the story. Yeah, talking salty balls. Yeah. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, we never, I'm not going to sing yeah, that on. on. I'm not going to sing that on the thing. I'm not going to sing that song. I'm not going to sing that on the show. No, yeah. no way. So 11 years. And so now you decided, listen, I'm not going to do this with Isaac anymore. So how do you really fuel your own career? So I, I didn't get to say, oh, I'm not going to do this with, I, with oh, Isaac no. anymore. Um, the forces of nature actually happened okay. right before he passed. I went up to him and I said, would you perform, do your, would you record your song, Do Your Thing With Me? We sing that already on your show. Mm-hmm. And he said, how many years you been with me? I said, 11. And he said, of course I'll do that. <laughs> so we went into his studio and we recorded Do Your Thing. Nice. It was just such a great, awesome experience. Nice. He was about to do a Stax reunion tour. So we were getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. But with Do Your Thing, that was supposed to be my platform, according to him, where we would be able to ha- use that as an outlet to have radio stations right. and people hear me through him. Right. And then he passed away. Mm. Mm. And that was the end of that journey. Okay. That situation. Okay. And I was forced to, to just do Rhonda at right. that point. Right. So how did you get it going? How did you get Rhonda going after Isaac? Well, Rhonda was really going before. So mm-hmm. that was a good thing. But mm-hmm. at that point, I, I guess I'm, tr- I'm looking at my albums yeah. here now. I think I still listen was 2010. So listen was after Isaac, I think. I'm going to grab all <laughs> It's hard to remember now. Yeah, 2012, I think, was listen. Some of these up, <laughs> like we had this one. Right. So that one is Rhonda Reimagined, but that's not going to be the cover. That is 
that was recorded live at 800 East Studios in 2019. Mm. And when you start asking me about what my next venture yeah. is, we'll talk okay, about we'll that. Okay, we'll get there. I love this cover. So start backwards. Go yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Very, from the very one. Yeah. That was the first one. That was Guess Who I Saw Today, which is a straight ahead album, myself and Michael Coppola. He was a guitarist or is a guitarist in Connecticut. I told you I never stopped singing. Never stopped singing. We were performing coffee houses as a duet and we a duo and we so recorded so um Find his key. cover tunes. All jazz standards. <laughs> all jazz standards. Love it. Then yeah. the next one. Ooh. Breathe new life. We look spicy on this one. That was Ooh. my, that's my Atlanta album. That's where, when I moved here in 96, and I was on the scene with the group Jiva, yeah. Serious B, um, Groovement, I realized, whoa, I can infuse what I do, uh-huh. my jazz, my R&B, and I can be Nadia Davenport, brand new heavies, incognito, soul to soul, and I can in Fuse my music into that. So that's a brief new life. Uh, go back one. That's yep. Fine. Then listen was next. A take beautiful. off breathe new life. Thank you. This is beautiful. Soul, jazz, uh, like back covers. Yes, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. Meg Pucal. You're gorgeous. Those pictures. Thank you, love. Thank you. You're gorgeous. And you're nice. Thank you. <laughs> you're think, always think, a sweetie. I think my Roosevelt posse would beat me up. If, if you if, didn't, if you weren't a nice person. Yeah. I was thinking you your mom, nice? I think your mom would check you. Oh, everybody would yeah. check you. Everybody would, you would check me. You wouldn't have me here. Well, y- yes and no. Yes, yes and no, because, you know, this is legendary work, Rhonda. You know, the fact that you've been in the business for so long, a lot of people don't make it that long. You, I'm holding, I'm touching five albums, five CDs. Like some people have one and they're done. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's in their control. Sometimes it's not. So the mere fact that you have been submerged in the culture, dancing, singing, You've worked with very iconic people. We're going to talk about that okay. too. I want to talk about that too because I see you in these spaces and you're not on the stage by yourself. Not at all. And it's a beautiful thing. We're going to get to it. So I love this album cover. I love this one. You're so cute. I love cute. that I love too, this. but I think that one's next. The Christmas one? I think so. Yeah, this one's next. <laughs> the Christmas one. Um, that was produced by Al Ross. Uh, Tony White, Mark Nelson, Ron Smith was one of the executive uh-huh, producers. Uh-huh. And we have some original material material on there where I have a duo with Eric Roberson. Yeah. Which is near and dear to my heart. And um, Alex Lattimore, who sang in the group Jeeva with Yeah. Me. I think I came into your life around here, this CD, this album, this CD, and this one, because I saw you. Perform this at Ebenezer. Oh wow! Okay, that's when I Ebenezer fell in love, and I and I and I I knew your manager first. Okay, the incomparable Ron Smith. Ron man. Smith. And I met him first through some people because we would always sit, go out, and uh, shouts out to Sylvia Brown, uh, yeah, awesome photographer, awesome, awesome person. And she'd have these get-togethers, and she invited me. I I met her. So it's it's just. Uh, yeah. Six degrees of separation, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially is, in Atlanta. What it is, and so what it was. Let me let me tell you how I met Rhonda. So I went to Record Store Day at Moods Music. At Moods Music, shout out, shouts out to Daryl Harris. Darryl. Love, we love Moods Music. Yes, we do. Um, and so I went there, and the vibe, the energy was so beautiful. And Sylvia was sitting up front, 
Always? Always up front. She was up front. She was front and center. And I saw her and we just kind of connected. She was just giving everybody love in the room. And she was like, you you know, you need to go to this uh, tribute. Yeah, it'll be at Apache Cafe. Ah. Right? And it's, you know, Hot Ice Live, you know, Ken Beatty, the whole thing. It wasn't Yin Yang back then? It was Yin Yang. It was Yin Yang. Okay. Might have been. And I said, okay. And I went up on my ticket. And we were in <laughs> the space like this. And you came. You were performing. Wow. And I thought the show was phenomenal. I thought it was great. And we ended up, most of us took a group picture at the end. You might have been in. I have to go back and try to find it. And I've been like, I like her. Thank you, love. You Thank sung you. Phase On. I think you sung Riding High with the guy and you sung some other stuff, but it was, a, it was, oh, yeah. it was really a, a collection of music that Ken Beatty yeah. would have played through each decade, mm-hmm. like from the, maybe the sixties or seventies and the eighties and nineties and da, da, And it was beautiful. Thank and you. that's where I saw you. And I was like, Oh, and then I would have, you know, have some lunch with Sylvia and Ron and Ron talk about, yeah, Rhonda Thomas is just, she's an excellent singer. And I just started following. So I think I started following you somewhere around in here. Definitely saw you performing this and then the vinyl days. Yes. Vinyl days was produced by Kyrie Simmons. Um, Kyrie Cabral Simmons, who is the leader of the group Jiva that I was a part of for years when I moved here in 96. And Daz IQ. Yes. Darren Benjamin. Yes. And Julius Speed played um, keys on that. Mm -hmm. And so those were the three producers of that album. And that has like a um, Quincy Jones vibe to it. it. And you're beautiful here in the back too. Thank you. That was Ron's uh, creation. Yeah. This is awesome. Do you like singing, writing, performing? What's 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 your favorite out of those? Singing, writing, performing. So what do you mean when you say performing? When you perform, do you like doing it in front of an audience or do you like recording in the studio? What is what is your my my jam? What is so your jam? I like to write when I'm moved to write. Okay. I'm, I'm not one that's going to write every day and I'm really? trying to change that. Okay. I need okay. to do that okay. more. I love singing, but I love, love, love performing. I need an audience. I feel their energy. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. It's never just me mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how this album was born. My recorded music, people tell me they love it, but it's the live performance oh where it becomes electric. It's it's an experience. So and so nice. uh, we decided we would record a live album. So they are remakes of well not even really remakes they're just the live version yeah. of those songs, songs that with a done. couple of original songs beautiful on there. beautiful i and love we re- it recorded that at live at 800 east darren benjamin daz i mm-hmm. he was at the helm um that's a nice Leon space smith was there mm-hmm. yeah they had um earphones yeah because it was in the sound studio yeah. and it was recorded live. We did two different shows and that was the product. It's a nice space. Congratulations Thank on you. this. We'll be releasing that in April. That's only two months away. It is. It's around the corner. Yes, the indeed. timing of this has been phenomenal. This is really good. I want to talk to you about Sisters in Song. Yeah. How did that come about for you? Well, I, you mentioned that you have interviewed Kathleen Bertrand. Mm-hmm. So that is her baby. Mm-hmm. Sisters in Song. We, myself, Julie Dexter. Yep. Um, Dion Ferris mm-hmm. and Kathleen were performing at the Rialto for 
a Nina Simone tribute mm-hmm. that Russell Gunn had put mm-hmm. together. Beautiful. So that's how we came together, mm-hmm. and we've been inseparable ever since. Ever since. Yeah, we've done. We had done other shows with Russell mm-hmm. at the Atlanta Jazz Festival. Another yes. Nina Simone tribute, and then um, I don't know. You probably know better than me if Kathleen had this idea years ago, and then it just came together, just came. but. We were the original sisters in song. Yes. So it was Kathleen, Julie Dexter, Chandra Corelli, yes. um, our dear friend who passed away, Teresa Hightower. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm missing someone, Pamela Dillard. Mm. She sings classical music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so lately it's yeah. been myself, Kathleen, and Julie Dexter. Yes. And she will sometimes bring in right. other artists like right. Carmen Bradford right. or um, Brenda Nicole, Nicole Moore. Moore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amber, Iman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are all the people that she's brought. I've in. seen your sisters in song performance more than once, but I loved it at the Ray Charles Theater yes. uh, Auditorium yes. at Morehouse a couple of years ago. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. That, I love all these opportunities that yeah. I have to keep Rhonda in in the fold. Yes, but to branch out and mm-hmm. perform with others because. I so appreciate that energy. Mm-hmm. It allows me to do different things and just move yeah. and flow mm-hmm. and add mm-hmm. and let go. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about too much when I'm singing with Kathleen. Yeah, she's you know, taking care of the band. Yeah, that's true. That's she's true. taking care of the venue. Yeah. I just have to show up in a gown. And just be rounded. Pick my songs, do my makeup, mm-hmm. and make it easy and flowy. Yeah. And then you guys did do sister and song at the jazz festival. We did. Um, and that was, that, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was a, a Sarah Vaughn tribute. Yes. That Kathleen put yes. together. Yes. That was so good. And you know what it is, what I really appreciate the fact Rhonda, is that your career has allowed you to be in front of different settings. So we we're never, we can never get tired or bored, right? Because you're at the jazz festival, you're at churches, you're at festivals. You did the South Fulton festival yeah. um, last year, right? They yeah. celebrated their fifth year of being a city, right? And so Absolutely. they thought so much of you to have you there and it was awesome. So it's like you're in different places so people can get a whiff of who you are. Right. It's an awesome opportunity. And I love the fact that I can sometimes just perform like I did here two days ago, myself and a keyboardist, Al Smith, who wrote a lot of songs on on some of these albums. (laughs) Um, And I can perform in front of 30,000 people with this band that I often perform with, the String Cheese Incident. They're a jam band out of Colorado, Mm -hmm. and they're phenomenal. We perform every year at... um, in Live Oak mm. at Halloween. It's called Swanee Halloween. Okay. And there's all different artists, lots of different stages. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack has been there. Um trying to think. <laughs> Mariquai, um, the Marley Brothers. You've just, just been everywhere. You just everybody. you just been doing it. Tell me what was it what did it feel like for you doing being on the main stage for the jazz festival this past year. That was, first yeah. of all, you killed it. Thank you. You crushed it. Shouts out to your sound guy, which was uh, Leon yes, Smith. Leon Smith. <laughs> he, he's always there. Shouts out to him. He loves, him. Do, he loves doing your shows. Yeah. He loves doing your shows. Good guy. Yeah. Great heart mm-hmm. and talented brother. Mm-hmm. We'll do anything for anyone. Yeah. So good guy. Thank you for shouting mm-hmm. him out. 
Um, so as you mentioned, I had performed on the stage. Yes, you have. Lots of artists throughout yes. the year. Yes, you have. And in 2019, actually, was my first year performing with my band. Mm. So that was like a breakout year for yeah, me. Yeah, it was. I, I had um, maybe a 10-piece band. I had a horn section, background <laughs> singers. It was phenomenal. It I had to was sing nice. my Fela songs. I love Fela, some second line that music. It was so nice. Oh, um, it was a dream come true. It was awesome. We had a good time. You Thank look you. great, too. And so right after me, Russell Gunn performed with the Crunk Jazz Yeah, orchestra. that was nice. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And everything shut down. And we missed you for right. two years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But as you mentioned, I performed for that South Fulton Fest. Mm -hmm. And then Camille um, called me and asked me to perform again at the Atlanta Jazz mm -hmm. Festival. So that was last yeah. year. Yeah. And again, I never take it for granted when someone offers me these phenomenal opportunities mm -hmm. and for her to think of me, to call me for that. I think one of the other main artists backed out or wasn't able to okay. do the okay. festival. So I, she called me and I was on board. Right. I was ready, was ready. there. Yeah. And my team was with me. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Atlanta mm -hmm. Jazz Festival is huge. It is huge. And it's iconic. It's like 35 years, 40 years in existence. It's been going for years and you know they've always had just to set the stage there's always been two stages in some cases so that when we say the main stage we're talking the one right off of 10th and charles come allen on, like as soon as you come in, you can hear the music blocks away yes. and people yes. are there from early in the morning mm -hmm. and we look beautiful as a city don't we we look beautiful as a culture mm -hmm. right to just support jazz music and, and it's not just jazz no. it's different types of genre of music and you bring that different flavor and we receive that like Thank you. you know you're like our own even though you're from freeport long island yeah, roosevelt. yeah i'm sorry roosevelt long island roosevelt the roosevelt, roosevelt. The roosevelt long island um atlanta has embraced you as you know Definitely. their sunshine like Definitely. you're you're their girl you're our girl and so when we see you do things we just come out and support and i feel the love I yeah feel man we love you Rhonda. it is a village and i'm and one of the best things about being able to perform on the festival mm -hmm. was being able to give the gift of my music yes and, and have it received mm -hmm. it's like when when i record my individual songs they're my babies they're my yeah, kids yeah. and to have people accept them that that's huge to me mm -hmm. so i think it's the way that you present it Rhonda, because you're so diverse, right? You're not, we can't pigeonhole you in one category or one type of music. And I think that's just in your upbringing and what you like and what you've been exposed to. So even when you present it to us, it's always tasteful. Mm, it's always you. palatable. It's always fun. We want to dance. We want to sing along with you or we want to listen intently, you know, so it's you, the package that you've brought to us over these years have been incredible. I think it's so important to have a connection to the music, mm -hmm. to the song mm -hmm. so that you can convey that to the audience. Mm -hmm. Ron is always telling me before I hit the stage, make it feel like cognac, mm -hmm. make it feel warm, that's nice. make it make it make a connection, mm -hmm. and that's that's easy to do mm -hmm. when the sound is great. That's yes, number one. Yes. When your band and your musicians have your back, they do. Mm -hmm. When you feel comfortable about your look, I mean, sometimes it, it's an up and down thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I go through my weight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a problem, but I've learned to embrace who I am. And You're I love beautiful. all these curves. You're beautiful. And, you know, I love all these dimples in mm -hmm. my thighs. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I love the way the hips sway. And mm -hmm. I can wear my mm -hmm. flowy dresses. Yeah. 
yes. from Whitney Merrow. Yes, you look great in those dresses too. You. Everything you put on, you look good. So that's not an issue. But I understand. I understand how you feel because you have to be comfortable in the skin that you're in, yeah. right? And I wanted to say that because mm-hmm. it's real. Mm-hmm. And I think we should be transparent. Yes. And people shouldn't think that, you know, you're just up on this stage and everything is great. No, sometimes no, you need to feel that positive energy right. from your audience. You do. So you do. I, I get that. And it's there. It's there for you because you're just a bundle of joy. You're just a beautiful Thank person you. inside and out. And even before we've gotten to this opportunity, even as a fan, when I see you, you would always you hug people. You're always excited that people take time to come out and be a part of your show. To. No, we don't have to, but no, we want to be. We can go anywhere. You don't have to come hear me. Yeah. So I am so grateful. Mm, so mm. grateful. Is there anybody you'd like to perform with that you haven't? I would say I want to work with mm-hmm. Salam Remy, mm. the the producer, because mm. he is that guy that has been able to take the 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 best from an yeah. artist and just have them blossom mm-hmm. from Amy Winehouse, yeah, Faith like Evans, everybody. Um, I'm trying to think of other wow. people he's worked with. It's a nice collection or palette of people he's worked the with. Fugees, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Everyone. Hip hop artist. Mm. Shabba Ranks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he just worked with everybody, and I feel like he would get me. I saw the Amy Winehouse documentary mm. where they worked together mm-hmm. in his home, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just oh sing this song or oh we're just gonna write this. He felt her energy and he was able to bring the best out of her. Mm -hmm. And I would love to work with him. Yeah. Have you made that an affirmation? Have you put it out there? I'm putting it out right now. All right. Make it. Come on now. You know, we got to do this. Yeah, let's do it. We need to work together. I am digging on you. Let's make it happen. Make it happen. And I'm leaning in. Come on, management team for... Rhonda Thomas, make that happen. I'd okay. Love, I'd love Chuck D to, to perform with me on his show. On his oh, that'd be spicy. Yeah. Maybe on one of my dance tracks. Mm. I, I just, um, on this Rhonda Reimagined album, mm-hmm. I have a new song. It's called For My Sisters. And DJ Kemet, who you need to have on your show. Yes. Kemet, we need Come to bring on, you Come on. Real Chicks Rock. That's right. Come on, Kemet. Yes. I'd love so, to talk to him. Um, that song, I would love to have Chuck D come in and help yeah. me with my next venture, which will be dance music. Yeah. They need to be playing and in the clubs. Come on, Rhonda. You're holding out on us. Hey, it's coming. It's coming. One step at a time. And, you know, listen, this this was good to have you because you're typically everywhere. Like you're doing different cities. You're in different venues. You're not always here in Atlanta. No, we're real selective about mm-hmm. where we perform in mm-hmm. Atlanta. We mm-hmm. may perform six times a year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. We perform a lot in North Carolina mm-hmm. and Florida. Mm-hmm. They really embrace us there. Atlanta's my spot, though. I mean, I consider myself an apple peach right. cobbler. Big apple peach I'm Atlanta. Gonna, I'm going to borrow that So, um, <laughs> But I feel like we, we want folk to want to come and see. That's right. Yeah. We want it to be um, exciting for yeah. them. Yeah. So we want to give them something different. Mm-hmm. And we want, don't want to oversaturate the market by go. always singing here on a All regular basis. Right. That which is so, good. Which is true. This is this is why Christmas you were sold out. Uh, we were in North Carolina mm. and we definitely had a really good crowd here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we made sure that we performed first that day. Um 
at the senior center because nice. we like to give back and we Aww. love our seniors at the center. And then that night we had a show in Atlanta mm. and, um, my friend Kyrie Simmons, he was yes. on bass. Always. And That's I good. love Kyrie. He came like in Kyrie. from Seattle to play with us. Some of the musicians I love, Mr. Tyrone Jackson mm-hmm. on keys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him, but mm-hmm. he is also teaching over at Kennesaw and working on nice. his doctorate. Nice. So that's nice. Um, Little John, John Roberts. Yeah. He's performed we on like my album. Yeah, I good. love he's working good. with him. He's Wellington good. Boo Britt, mm-hmm. six, seven, six, nine. He's mm-hmm. a tall brother. And he plays drums and he has such great energy. Yeah. And so some of the other folk I want to work with, um, Salam Remy, mm-hmm. Chuck D. Yes. Gregory Porter. Nice. I see that. Um, I'd love to perform with Simma Funk mm. or um, Tank and the Bangers. Tank and the Bangers. That would be cute. Right. That'd be awesome. energy. I love what they Me do. Me too. Simma Funk. Did I say Simma Funk? Yeah. yeah. Just um, these artists that... People say there's no new music or no good yeah, music. I right. don't know what they're listening to. Yeah. But I'm all about the world music mm. now. That, that's my thing. That's I love the percussive elements in music. Mm-hmm. And that's why I scat so much. Mm-hmm. And I want to infuse that in my dance music. Mm-hmm. You know, she's passed, but I could, I could have seen you doing something with Nancy Wilson. Mm-hmm. My mom's favorite. Artist. I could have, I, that could have happened easily, even if it was just a track or two. Easily, I could have seen that happen because that you, first album, we the song "Guess Who I Saw Today" mm-hmm. is our ode to Miss Nancy Wilson. Yeah, and so easily, yeah. My mom was all about stand on stage, be still, be cool, like Nancy Wilson. She was smooth, yeah. And my father was like, "No, nah, you take the mic out, you get down on one knee, work the audience, like work James the crowd. Brown. That's James Brown with yeah, one knee. No." <laughs> I wish I could have worked with Al Jarreau. Oh, yeah. Because he was, he, okay, so this is my quick Al Jarreau story. I am on the Tom Joyner morning show yes. cruise, Tom yeah. Joyner cruise yes. with Isaac Hayes' mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. And we're in one of the auditoriums on the ship because we all had to sit in the auditorium and then you go up on the stage to the left. I could see it. Go up on the stage to the left, give them your passport, get all your credentials. And as I'm walking back, I'm walking through the aisle and Al Jarreau's on my left. Ah. And I'm passing him. I'm like, do I say anything? I, I can't. I'm just going to keep oh. walking. I don't know, but I did. <laughs> and I said, Mr. Jarreau, I know everyone says this to you, but I'm a huge fan of you, of your work. And I got to see you when I was in New York State Summer School of the Arts. Uh. And then I started not knowing what to say. Oh, so I felt crazy because I don't like really speaking a lot. <laughs> so I just said, it has occurred to me that you don't uh, uh, see me. You don't uh, see me. It has occurred to me that you don't, you don't see me. And he started singing with me. You don't uh, uh, see me. It has occurred. And when he started singing with me, he was like. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I walked away. Because I was like, what is he like singing? I don't know what to do. Ooh. I don't know how to sing. Can I sing with you? What do, Man, that girl, was I just spicy. walked away. But it I got to so hear him again good. another time on another cruise. But I would have loved to have him. Oh, with you're him. so good. Oh, you, you just dropped that on us like that, Rhonda. Thank you. Ooh. That dude right there. Man. You know, he won um, Grammys in three different categories mm. of, what was it? Let me get it right. Jazz, pop. And what's the last one? Jazz pop. I can't think of it right now. Wow. But yeah, 
Let's be R&B. Must R&B, be R&B, jazz, and pop. Grammys and all you three You just areas. dropped that little, just, I'm still marinating on the <laughs> bars you just dropped on me with the little finger snapping like, mm, like, girl. I'm just glad I got to sing with him. Yeah, you did. I feel did. like that you, was my you, moment. You, you did, dude. You did sing And it just walk them. away because I, and I would have felt bad about that, but to have him join in, he was like, oh, you know my song. Yeah. He was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. So I will always cherish that You're going to remember that forever. Mm-hmm. You're our girl, Londa. You know why? Because we hear you on 91.9 Morris Baxter and yeah, Morris yeah. in the Morning. Yeah. And I remember going out here and you sing that, performing that live. I don't remember if that was his birthday or it was a New Year's Eve celebration, but you were the get, you were the star performing. And I was like, she's so good. Thank you. That might have been one of his birthday parties, yes. maybe at Sweet Lounge or something. So CLK, let's talk about WCLK. Yeah. Let's talk about how it's so great to be in a city like mm-hmm. Atlanta where mm-hmm. you have access to a record yeah. store like a Moves Music. Yes. Where yes. you have access to venues like when we had Ying Yang, yeah. which is so iconic. Mm-hmm. And then you had a place to record your music mm-hmm. and then have it played by a, a Ken Beatty mm-hmm. at WCLK. Mm-hmm. Did you did you know Ken Beatty? Was I didn't know him. I listened to him. I used to listen to Hot Ice every, every afternoon okay. when I first got here in Atlanta. So I never had the opportunity to meet him, but heard great stories. Um, when I talked to Jamal Ahmed, that, you know, that's what I was just about to mention. Um, you know, I had him here when he celebrated 25 years of being in the business and he just paid homage to Ken mm-hmm. Beatty. So mm-hmm. I know, and, and they have been to me that the station has been the backbone or the core and it allows us to connect, right? Absolutely. Cause I feel, cause we feel like we know you cause we hear you. <laughs> we hear you on the station. We can turn you on and we can hear you and they play your music and it just humanizes you know the artist it just allows us to feel like we're community and we can connect and it's an honor to support you you know because we hear you and we want to keep you on the vibe right we want to hear you on the airwaves we want you to travel we want you to keep going so we support you when you're here we come out like that's what we do so it's been and they afford us the opportunity to do that yeah they play our music to their listeners they don't have to do that Mm -hmm. jamal ahmed is a disciple of cambadi and he will say it all the time and he is one of the reasons why we still have staying power yeah. because his show is syndicated yeah. and he can play our he music plays. everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he loves to. Mm-hmm. When um, I performed with Jiva in London, mm-hmm. Jamal came with us. Oh. It was myself, uh, Anthony David. Yeah. It was Jiva. Donnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donnie mm-hmm. was on that show. Mm-hmm. Alex Lattimore. Nice. Um, Shonda was on that show. And yeah, I say that because Jamal was there and Mm -hmm. then I was able to perform my own show at a club there as well. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's been such an integral part Mm -hmm. of this entire journey and we couldn't do it without him. Good guy. And then Morris Baxter, yes. Like Morris. The song Breathe New Life is from the Breathe New Life CD. Yep, that one. This one. And I just reworked the, the lyrics and came Morris's song. Morris. Hit it. In the. Yes. Morning. Right. Wakes me mm-hmm. up then mm-hmm. gets me going. Oh, his voice is so smooth, brightens my mood. Breathe new life in me, new life in me. I love it. 
I love it. What's next for you? Like, what cities are you planning to hit? So we have a whole promotional tour that will take place mm-hmm. once we drop that latest album, okay. Ronda Reimagined. Mm-hmm. And um, Ron actually was at the helm. I always have to shout out Ron Smith, of our documentary. And um, it's Rhonda, Welcome Home. Is it Welcome Home, Ron? Ron's <laughs> over there. Welcome to my home. Welcome to my Welcome home. Welcome to my home. Rhonda Thomas. So that documentary, documentary will be out simultaneously with the album, which will be released in April. And then we will devise all of our tours around that. Awesome. Awesome. I yeah, I got that right. You got a good manager too. Ron's been doing yeah. some great work for you over the years and got to have a good team. Highly respected in the community. Shouts out to Ron Smith. Thank you, Ron, for just allowing us to have access to Rhonda through her music and through her venues and concerts and shows. So all the best to you there. How can the people find you, Rhonda? Thomas? You can go to my social media. Mm. You can go to my website, mm. rondasings.com. Mm-hmm. But all my social media platforms are I am Rhonda Thomas, and that's R H O N D A Thomas. Mm-hmm. I am Rhonda Thomas. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna Are you gonna give us a date on the social media, like a, a oh, definitely when this will be released, so we can get our copies? Yes. Yeah, so at first, we're um, actually releasing it through a specific organization mm-hmm. that will funnel it. Okay. And then the public will have access. Just keep to us it posted because I follow you. I follow you on Instagram, so I'm going to be looking. And we're friends on Facebook, so anytime you drop it, just 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 anytime it drops, just let us know so we can follow, Absolutely. like, and share. Thank you yeah. for what you do. Oh, All these special interest oh. pieces, oh. and I just watched um, Shannon's Shannon. Yes, McCoy. I had him. He um, took that picture Did of the he? Christmas Christmas album. Did this one, yeah, Shannon. We have such a great artistic <laughs> group of folk that are um, that we work with. Yes. So I'm always shouting people out. Yes. I'm always wanting to work with everyone. He's I'm a good guy. Kemet. I'm mentioning Shannon. So yes, yes. Shannon, you Shannon's did work. this. He's a good guy. Is he? He's. I really enjoyed talking to him. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoy it. It's just a platform that I wanted to create because I wanted people to have an opportunity to share their stories, right? It's very important. And and all that you've done, look at this body of work, the years that you've been doing this, we want to continue to wish you nothing but continued success in everything that you do. Thank you. We want to see, we want a little bit more writing. I'm yes, putting it yes. out there. I, I have a journal. Uh, I need to get on that. Yeah. A little writing. You can produce mentoring. There's some beautiful voices probably come in your life. You could just inspire the next generation yes. of beautiful young songbirds like yourself. I should speak to that real quick. Yes. Say it. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Well, Ron has a foundation that he works through <laughs> um, a teen group, Audio Wolf. Yes. Um, I've seen them too. Yes. They're awesome. So group of children Mm -hmm. that start as kids and then they he helps to funnel them into college it's a great program and um they're just doing great yes i I would say some of the names but there's too many of them them. morgan garen and um curtis oluwomi and zaria zaria's last name zaria hall Mm -hmm. so that's his brainchild yeah I felt like they've been my kids too because I've worked nice. with them throughout the years. Nice. And that's Audio Wolf. And what's the other part of the name of your group? Come on, Ron. <laughs> Sound Education. Sound Education. There we go. <laughs> Ron's sitting over there. It's okay. Sound Education Experience. Awesome. Um, and then um, my good friend, 
Jay Fly has a an organization Jay called How Big Fly. Is Our Dream? Nice. It's your dream. Yeah. And I work with the children. So you're busy. You're giving back already. You're doing yeah. it already. Yeah. Good yeah, folks. good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. And I'll continue to because you got to give back. Yes. It's important to do. You can't just hold all of this. No, no, because that's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be a good look for you at the end. And I just want to say you're beautiful in person. Thank you. And you look just like your mom. Oh, she's going to love to hear that. Yeah, your mom is gorgeous and she's out here supporting you too. Always. always. She's always in the audience. You guys, and she'll be doing those like... um baseball moves yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> looking like sisters out here in these streets she's a beautiful mom mom thank you for all that thank you've done in you. pouring into Rhonda. it has paid off tremendously we love you thank you so much you, i love you you too. keep up the great work that's my time here real chicks rock you know me you can find me everywhere i'm on instagram twitter facebook we got the website realchicksrock.com Thanks so much for checking out the podcast today. Be sure to like it, leave your comments, and share it with a friend. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.